Hello, everyone. You are listening to English for Everyday Conversation with Will and Greg. Thank you for joining. Uh, today's discussion is about communication and how it's changing between people every day. Hi, Will. How are you? Pretty good, Greg. How about yourself? I'm doing great, thank you. It's uh, great to join you again today. And uh, to our listeners, uh, we appreciate it that you're joining us. So let's get, oh, great. So let's get down to uh, business. And the first question I want to ask you, uh, Will, now we are in 2021. Yes. Uh, and for you, when you look back at, well, from today to the past 30 years, looking back, mm -hmm. how is communication changing between people in your point of view? Yes. Well, I think one thing is like uh, there's new vocabulary, there's new words that did not exist, say, 30 years ago. You know, like, you know, I think 30 years ago, the Internet was just just came out, you know, um, but there are no, you know, like uh, apps on there, like no smartphones. You know, there's uh, so technology has really advanced. So, you know, because of that, we have new, you know, words, uh, phrases uh, and so forth. Absolutely. You know, you, you, you touch on a very important example there. Uh, for example, it's evolving and trends are changing how the right. word used and influenced. And mm -hmm. now because of technology, right. uh, we were growing up, we didn't, uh, you know, have these types of platforms like social media or YouTube to learn about different types of accents or uh, languages or new mm -hmm. vocabulary. That's correct. Today. Um. When you look back, uh, like maybe when you were a child and uh, growing up, um, you probably remember your grandparents and your parents, they would uh, find it very easily to talk to people in your community. Yes. Uh, back in those days, maybe people uh, uh, would probably make eye contact and wave and so mm -hmm. on. Uh, today, um, what's your feeling uh, about how people talk to each other today? Do you right. Think Yes, I do think uh, things have changed, um, times have changed, and with technology, I think technology has uh, had a major impact uh, on that. Um, let me give an example. So years ago, you know, when I was, uh, before I moved to Japan, I was studying Japanese in, in the U.S., okay? And uh, I remember my first visit to Japan, it was like, well, 1990. So uh, I'm kind of giving my weight, my age out. Uh, but uh, anyhow, so I remember, okay, uh, learning various phrases such as, you know, in Japanese, like, excuse me, where's the train station and so forth. So back in those days, okay, I would actually have to use, you know, the language uh, to, you know, ask someone how to, you know, get to the train station, go to the post office. Whereas nowadays, you know, we have uh, Google Translate on our phone. So, I mean, Technology is a double-edged sword, okay? So um, the good news, you know, it's, it's made our life a lot more convenient. The bad news is it's made our life a lot more convenient. So what I mean by that is, for example, if, yeah, okay, yeah, if I'm out, I'm somewhere, I'm in another country, I'm lost, I can't speak the language, okay, then I could use that and, yeah, it'll help me out. But if you're trying to learn the language of that country, okay, so it we tend to become lazy instead of communicating with people we're using machines or you know now or the internet to help us bridge that gap 
Okay, whereas years ago, yeah, you know, or even in the US, you know, if I'm lost, maybe 30 years ago, I just asked someone on the street, oh, excuse me, where's uh, where's the McDonald's? Or where's the post office? Uh, but nowadays, people, I mean, even in my own country in the US, uh, you know, I think a lot of people just uh, rely on uh, uh, Google Maps in, rather than asking someone uh, locally. That's a very good point. While you were just explaining to our viewers and myself, I was uh, thinking about the same situation. We've become, as you said, lazy and too dependable mm -hmm. on devices. And um, as you said, we don't make the effort anymore to talk to strangers or people that we would have done before. And um, I'm, I'm thinking about that right now, and I'm considering similar situations like when, as you said, learning a new language, one part of it is... Mm -hmm meeting the person's face-to-face -face contact and communicate. Right. But right. now many people are using Google Translation mm -hmm. and they use all these different uh, platforms. And I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm saying that it's really changed how we relate to humans. And how exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, so let me ask you a question now that uh, we are here today. And I want you to think about the future. If you were to use your imagination, how do you think people will communicate in the future? Yes, well, probably, I'll start with this. I mean, 30 years ago, probably, I would never have even dreamed about the type of technology we'd have today, you know, like a translation software, smartphones. So in the future, I'm sure definitely things will uh advance technology will progress advance even more um so um as far as you know i mean we still need communication to, to talk with people in our day-to-day -day lives um i think it just might be a just different way of communicating um one possibility i see in in the future um is we might all like they, they might discover a type of chip or something that they could implant in us where we could speak all every language on earth that can communicate to, with people that way. Or, you know, that's just, uh, you know, you know, who knows, maybe a possibility, you know, um, I'm sure, you know, not a lot of people would maybe object to, to that type of technology or wanting that. Uh, but, you know, I think uh, technology will advance and it will be different, you know, um, than it is today. Um, I agree with you. I think what you're you're uh, focusing on, you're probably uh, alluding to, is mm -hmm. AI, artificial. That's, that's right. That's right. Yes. Right, and how we will use that to communicate in the future. And I, I am a bit worried that mm -hmm. maybe influence how we we uh, communicate with people compared to today, where we still think about what we want to say. Right. Maybe artificial intelligence may probably influence us. Mm -hmm. to we would not normally say and it probably will evolve again in how we communicate our thoughts and ideas to other people in different cultures or within our community that is correct you know and uh, i think you know as technology evolves you know i mean um, you know that is also a bit of a concern as well you know and there's been many uh, movies made where you know uh, AI uh, machines, robots have become so advanced, so intelligent that uh, they're out. They've you know they're out to take over the world, and uh, you've probably seen a couple of movies uh, like that. And that's also you know I guess a possibility though, that uh, you know real concern uh, as well. 
um, regarding that. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, when you talk about the movies, I'm obviously thinking about Terminator. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's right. Great. Yes. Total Recall. Right. Uh, those kind of movies. And um, I remember the robot will continuously uh, come back. So uh, That's it was, right. But it's actually probably, uh, as we see now today, it's actually coming to fruitation. Mm -hmm. So, uh, absolutely. Um, while I was uh, preparing for our podcast today, I was thinking about communication in all the different ways. For example, right. when you're in a foreign country. Mm -hmm. And the thought dawned on me that there are different forms of communication. Of course, we communicate through language, but we also communicate with various arts. So we do different forms of art. We right. may see images. And that will give us ideas. And for some reason, I, I thought about those pictures sometimes, like, mm -hmm. you know, in Japan, like Yukio, eh? Oh, and, right. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, some people would look at certain images and they would probably imagine what the painter was right. trying to create. Yes. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I think that's also a part form of communication, a little bit different than let's say everyday communication where, you know, uh, I'm talking to you, you're talking to me, uh, we're communicating. But in that case, you know, like an artist, a sculptor, a painter, yes, uh, will create a work of art and communicate, for example, his his feelings or his thoughts about, you know, some, something, a certain topic, or maybe, for example, if he's painting a, a portrait picture of the beach, okay, um, you know, we could look at it and convey that, okay, maybe it conveys a, you know, a sense of warmth or relaxation, uh, being on vacation. So, um, yes, I think that, um, you know, artists can also communicate, uh, you know, in uh, their feelings and uh, what they're uh, thinking of at the moment to, uh, to other people. Absolutely. And there was another one I was thinking about, and you probably know haiku. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right, so maybe through a form of poetry, well, we do find you know people are communicating and expressing themselves, and also um, cartoons and images and mm -hmm. all of different things. I think is kind of bringing uh, uh, a different element to how we look at communication and um, in our society, in our community. Sometimes we will walk around the neighborhood and we will see images mm -hmm. and, uh, and advertisements and that's that gives us a certain uh, idea of what we may want to communicate or buy or purchase right yes yes exactly and also if i might add you know one thing um also like uh, comedy okay there's certain like for example charlie chaplin okay uh, back in the day you know uh, there were comedies where you know they, didn't really speak, but their actions, what they did, you know, they're able to communicate something funny. Okay. Uh, an ex another example is uh, the British uh, comedian uh, actor, Mr. Bean. Okay. Uh, 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 what's the name? Uh, Roy Atkinson. Yeah. Roland Atkinson. Yeah, exactly. Um, and um, so he doesn't, in his movies, he doesn't really speak very much, but, you know, just by his gestures, his actions, you know, uh, we find that uh, funny and hilarious. So he's able to, you know, kind of like instill a sense of, you know, uh, which I'm looking for, uh, you know, uh, fun, you know, we think, okay, that's very funny or uh, comedy. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, so it makes us laugh. He's able to make us laugh, uh, even though he rarely says word in his movies. Okay. But he's still able to uh, make people laugh um, and uh, enjoy his uh, movies. Absolutely. So I think what you were trying to say is that actions speak right. louder than words. That's right. That is a very, that is uh, 100% correct. Right. And, yes. and uh, Mr. Bean. <clears throat> making his point as well as Charlie Chaplin. And I think it really immerses the, the viewer. And you also mentioned uh, uh, some other uh, interesting uh, vocabulary today. You said double-edged sword. Yes. Right? And mm -hmm. um, there are so many different things we're going to speak about. And the last thing I want to end in our podcast today was a very interesting uh, article I read today about foreign athletes uh, that visited Japan mm -hmm. uh, uh, the brand Adidas, they right. provide athletes with T-shirts of, uh, of their uh, country in katakana. Oh, okay. Right? So I thought this was a very unique way uh, for foreign athletes in a certain way to communicate their country or to communicate culture that they are showing to the Japanese people. And I thought this was a very unique example of how communication doesn't necessarily have to be spoken right exactly things it uh, it, it it provides a stronger bond right, uh, right there are so many examples we could speak about and you mentioned so many eloquently today and i would like to thank you again will for joining this podcast and to our viewers thank you very much uh, this is, and uh we hope that you will join us again have a good day everyone goodbye take care great you too.